You hear me now? Oh, oh now we got you. You hear me? Oh, yeah. Perfect. Yeah, oh, loud and clear. Wow. Go figure that out, huh? Modern <laughs> technology. That's, uh, well, hey, this is the Rainy Doll program delayed. You know, we're delayed. Yeah. And so, you know, sorry, guys, but uh, hopefully everybody uh, gets in. But if not, uh, Jason, what's hey. up, dude? How you doing, How you doing man? Brother? I'm good. You know? Good morning. Uh, good, good to see you. Yeah, man. How's uh, how's life? Everything good? Everything's going good, man. I can't really complain at the moment. I mean, I don't really complain as much as, you know, other people do, but I'm living the life, man. That's all I can do. That's exactly it. Not near as much as when my uh, internet goes down like this. So, <laughs> so hey, let's jump into it. So, Jason, it's a pleasure to have you on. Thank you. And uh, for those that don't uh, don't know him, Jason, introduce yourself. Uh, my name is Jason Bruno. Um, I'm the owner and founder of the Paint Assassin brand. Uh, I've been detailing for uh, five years. No, six years now. Six years. Right on. Where are you out of? I'm out of Tampa, Florida. So we got the chance to uh, meet last year, officially yeah. for the first time, been watching you come up through the ranks. So I got I to gotta take and ask you a question right out of the bat. Is When did you get into the T-shirt business? <laughs> um, so I got into the T-shirt business probably three years ago, technically. Three years ago is when I did my first Paint Assassin t-shirt. <laughs> I, lo I love it. I love it. I had mine. I was going to wear it today, but uh, I wore it quite a bit. It was a cool shirt, and I ripped it. Oh, uh, man. Unfortunately. So I got to get on there and order some more. So, uh, But, yeah, I ripped it, and uh, it uh, it was a bummer, but I had it on all the time. So, uh, so in all seriousness, you know, so Paint Assassin, so take us back. You get into detailing, so tell us kind of how the heck did you get into this game? Uh, so I spent 10 years in the military and after I got, uh, out of the mill, well, I wasn't really out. I transferred into the national guard in Massachusetts. So I had to get a full-time job. So my full-time job, I was a correctional officer up in, um, Shirley, Massachusetts. And, uh, I got medically discharged, um, due to injuries I sustained in Afghanistan. Cause basically they were like, Hey, you know, either change your MOS or, you know, take a medical discharge. And I'm like, well, you know, that's a no brainer for somebody who actually knows what the military is about, you know, taking a medical discharge is almost like retirement. So I took that. And then uh, my grandmother passed away in Massachusetts. So that really left me no choice. So I moved down to Florida with the rest of my family and then uh, doing correctional officer work down here, you take a pretty big pay cut compared to up to Massachusetts. So, uh, that led me to go a different career path. So as I was trying to find a different career path, I just started working at a local car wash and got into detailing that way. Ah, I'll be damned. Yeah. So I got to go. Let's go back. Uh, what was your MOS in the Army? MOS. So for those that don't know, MOS is kind of like your it's like your career path in the military, what you do. Uh, now, I know this, but I wanted to share. So what did you do in the military? Uh, my MOS was 11 Bravo, which is an infantryman. I also oh, had man. Yeah, there you go. airborne designation, and I had the sniper designation. No way. I did not know that. Yeah. Well, thank you for your service. Pretty badass. And, uh, you know, it's funny. <clears throat> sometimes when people get around each other and they've got experiences, 
I'm not near even won't even pretend to be the warrior that you are. Uh, <laughs> but I get to be blessed by working with warriors, scout sniper crews, you know, we've worked with in the past. And, uh, you know, I'm a weekend warrior like you ended your career. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, 11 Bravos, man, hats <laughs> off to you. Yeah, uh, how, many how, how many deployments did you do? Uh, I did one deployment from 2011 to 2012. Ooh, boy, right on. Well, bless your heart. Let me ask you, you miss it? Yeah, every day. Every, every single day. day. I mean, I would not change a damn thing that I spent a decade doing. It was amazing. People I've met, the experiences that I had, the places I visited. I mean, so, not all of them good. Some of them were bad, but I still wouldn't change a thing. Would you... Uh What'd you come out with rank wise? E five. E five. That's best, 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 uh, best rank in the army, man. Absolutely. So, well, I mean, E four is pretty, pretty, pretty good. cool. Pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I spent a lot of time at E four. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I think I did spent, too. But yeah, I spent a lot of time at E four. So let me let me ask you this. This is kind of going off the the, the reservation a little bit. Uh, what what did the military bring you that you're using in business that you wish that a lot of a lot of entre entrepreneurs would, would could have or get a hold of um integrity integrity one of the biggest things to to have integrity as a business owner you know i think that would simplify a lot of things if people would just have integrity with what they do and whether if it's you know doing pain correction or or, or detailing a car you know uh people in my experiences, uh, I've seen a lot of people half-ass a lot of things and don't really take pride or anything like that in their work. And, you know, they lied to the customers about what they did. I'm like, so I think integrity is a big part of it. You know, and I, I think to also is uh, learning to, to we, we've got a saying in the military, search and rescue doesn't matter. It's hurry up and wait. Well, um, yeah. You know, we're always in a hurry to go somewhere and we're always late getting there, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, I think people, if they learn the discipline of just enduring the suck, you know, and and just learn that it always doesn't happen when it's supposed to happen. But, yep. you know, um, you know, we call it a pace plan. You know, it's it's primary and then, uh, um, you know, the rest of the world. And it's 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 never going to happen in business. The same way. Right. Mm -hmm. it, it, it never happens 100 percent, you know, like you plan it out to. And you got to kind of adjust. Absolutely. So, Adapt it, uh, yeah, exactly. You know, and uh, so now you're still active. You still shoot. Mm -hmm. Do you? Uh, I haven't shot. Huh. It's a pretty embarrassing. I haven't shot in two years. But um, once I get behind my rifle, it's like riding a bicycle. You never forget. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's my wife is a. You know, it's it's uh, our kids serve two, our two oldest in the Marine Corps. Um, our middle daughter's a uh, officer in the Air Force, and then right. Diane and I both in the Guard. But um, our daughter shot expert her entire career in the uh, in the Marine Corps, and that, that's pretty awesome because that's to do it throughout your whole career is very impressive. Very yeah, she's she's pretty bad, and a lot of people don't realize is that you know in the in the uh, in the Marine Corps, I used to go down when the wars were going heavy. Our unit would go down and help uh, you guys that were shipping out. We'd get them, you know, get them onto the range, get them, get them qualified, work with them. And it was almost uh, – I'm going to get shit for this from the Army guys. Um, <laughs> you know, it was, it, was almost, it was almost embarrassing 
when the Marine Corps is on range and we we're on range to see how proficient and comfortable they are with shooting all the time because every Marine's a rifleman, right? Yeah. And especially as National Guard weekend warriors, <laughs> we don't pick up a gun and shoot and practice until we have to a lot of the times, right? Yeah. And and my point to all this is that it's the same way in business, man. You you've got it's muscle memory. And Jason just said something really important is, you know, pick up that pick up that that those business skills and utilize them because the more you get good habits going, um, when you do get busy and you have to come back to those good habits, it just muscle memory comes right back. So that's pretty cool. So how did Pain Assassins get started? What 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 was the what was the vision for that? So when I first started detailing, uh, it kind of took took over. Like I I didn't expect to to detail as a career, honestly. Um, and once it took over, and I really wanted to learn more and do more. Uh, I was in a uh, detailing groups on Facebook and uh, forums and everything like that. And uh, unfortunately, in some of these groups, you get people who make fun of people who are just starting out. You get people who want to, you know, kind of degrade them for not knowing anything. But people like to forget that, you know, everyone started somewhere. So <clears throat> I wanted to learn more, more about pain correction because it was more, you know, in detail oriented and it was like more my speed so i was like all right i really 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 want to learn this and i wasn't getting what i was wanting from the forums and groups so i just basically made my own group dedicated to paint correction invited a bunch of people so we could all learn from each other and without any kind of criticism or negative criticism at that and yeah. it just well, took off i think you've done a great job and it's it's like you said man it's I'll never forget. I get a call from one of our guys that's in the mafia, right? And he's kind of doing the same thing. And he's been around a long time. And he's like, "Man, Rennie, I get so sick of these new guys. The same questions over and over. And you know, don't they know the search button? Don't they know this? And man, it's just so agitating. And you know, I just want to punch myself in the face. And I said, "You know, dude." And he goes, "Don't you feel the same way?" And I said, "Man, you wouldn't believe it, dude." Times when I wanted to pull my hair. There was days when you called me when you're brand new that I wanted to absolutely just kill you. Mm -hmm. And he's like, what? And I was like, dude, you drove me crazy when you're new. Did I ever turn you down or make fun of you? No. Well, then shut the fuck up and help people out. Because you know what? You were new too. And those struggles and that excitement and that level. And now you can cut down their learning curve because you know it. And we've made a whole bunch of mistakes. And mm -hmm. they don't have to make those mistakes. So shut the hell up and, and help somebody, you know? Yeah. Um, but then again, you got the guys that, you know, just they can't be helped. They're just total eggheads. And. You know, yeah. uh, it, uh, it back like us when we we're stuck at that E4, you know, um, <laughs> they're, they're stuck there for a reason. Right. But here yeah. you got to love on them. Right. You got to massage them. Some people take a little more massaging. Yeah. And I'm one of those guys. So so let me tell you, let me ask you about this is that um, two things is you give us some cool awards, <laughs> uh, you know, and it's cool because I, I really I like you know what I like to see when you give out an award. I like to see the, the expression on people's faces. Yeah. And you know why is you know, and it, we're gonna show our tender side, dude. You know, we're gonna lose our we're gonna lose our macho side right now. Is um, I like to see their expression. I like to see how like just kind of taken back they are, and like how happy that moment made them. Yeah, so kudos to you for doing it because the smiles are deep, man. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah. And so what what the hell? Tell us about the awards. So uh, when I first started the pain assassin group, um, I did pain correction of the month, which is pretty self-explanatory. You know, you 
you submit your pain correction work and people vote and whoever has the most likes or whatever, you know, wins pain correction month. I did that to, you know, kind of bring the group together uh, to give recognition to people, to uh, build confidence in people. I think that's one of the biggest things uh, when you win an award, uh, it, it builds confidence, you know, in the military, it's the same thing. Uh, one of the, my biggest, biggest accomplishments in the military was when I was doing my train up for my deployment, we did, um, gun tables on on mounted vehicles so i had the <laughs> i had the best score out of the company you know so getting that recognition wow. you know in front of your peers is, is pretty big and a pretty big confidence boost and i wanted to have the members <clears throat> to start interacting with each other so they see somebody who won paint correction of the month they see that picture like damn how'd they get that result they're going to ask them, hey, what machine did you use? What pad did you use? What product did you use? You know, what's your technique and all that stuff? And that's how people will start to learn from other people. Instead of I, going, I, you know, hey, going to YouTube and, and just, you know, searching for days, you can get an absolute answer quickly from anybody in the group. That's kind of how we feel with art. And you know what's cool about this, dude? I want to teach. How, how old are you? I'm um, 34. Okay. So I'm 20 years older than you. I'm taking notes as I'm interviewing you. <laughs> okay. My point to that is never, you old dogs, you're never too old to learn from the young dogs. You young dogs, you better learn from the old dogs because we made you all the mistakes. taking notes, buddy. That's it. See, see what I'm saying? And so that, you know, that's pretty, I think recognition is such a huge thing. And I, I can see that coming out of your background, your past and everything else. So what, <laughs> what's the challenge? And boy, I, I can't wait to hear this one. <laughs> There's some challenges of running a Facebook group with a thousand members. So mm -hmm. it's, you know, you got some headaches, right? So talk about them. But then then on the flip side of that, give me a couple of the rewards. Is there some stories that you've got that somebody shared with you that it was like, okay, it's all worth it. So yeah. uh, let's talk okay. about the challenges. What are the challenges? Uh, as of right now, I don't have any challenges. Uh, my Facebook group pretty much runs itself. Uh, in the cool. beginning, there was challenges because, you know, I'm just getting started. I got to set the ground rules, you know, what's expected, what's not expected and all that stuff. But as soon as I got all that out and uh, everybody understood what the group was about, it pretty much just runs itself. I mean, I, I go on probably, you know, once a day when I get home just to check everything out. Um, and then at the end of the week or end of the month, that's when I start doing my award posts and everything like that. Uh, I chime in every time I try to help somebody out uh, whenever I can, but normally everybody does that on their own anyway. So that's one of the greatest things about it. So <clears throat> one of the things that I'm probably most proud of is when these people get these awards and they hang them up in their shops. I've had people say, you know, a couple of these awards have landed me jobs, man. So it really wow. helped. That's so cool. that, that makes me continue wanting to do it, you know, and even step the level up to what I am now because I do yearly awards now with actual trophies. So that's no, yeah. you, it's dude, I'm a huge fan of what you do. And I just I think that you're reckoned to do it. So, um, you know, you're an entrepreneur, you know, what I'm yeah. saying there's mangled to all of us that are entrepreneurs. But <clears throat> I think that more of what you do is from the heart than from the pocket. And I just think it shows. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, like uh, people people like to crack on the whole T-shirt thing, which is fine. You know, I, I take it. I laugh at it, too. But like 
it has nothing to do with money. It's more of a brand awareness type deal. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. I make no money whatsoever in, in t-shirt sales. Well, here's the deal. Even if you did, who cares? You're an entrepreneur, yeah. man. You're, right. I, I'll buy, dude, okay. I, I'm not buying a shirt until you make a few bucks on it. <laughs> so turn that around and put the price well, up. I mean, I'm not saying I don't make any money. I make money, but all that money I make goes right back into the brand. Like it goes, Absolutely. it pays for the trophies, it pays for the awards, it pays for all the things that I want to do. So Absolutely. I, I don't pocket any of it. So, hey, uh, Joel LaPama out of Canada, we both know. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he's ragging on us a little bit. He's telling us we don't have any hair to pull out. Oh, all this beautiful. You know, my message to you, hey, Joel, go have a donut. Uh, that's all I'm gonna say. Go have a donut. Go have a I croissant. Still have hair. I have hair on my face still. So yeah, I do. hey, you know what? You can't see it, but I've got guys. I got a little bit of shimmer on. Huh? I didn't <laughs> shake. I got drill weekend coming up, so I gotta. If I don't, I shave right before these guys get here. But I'll leave it grow out. But then if I start shaving it, it hurts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, I usually don't. So, so Joe, go have a, a croissant. I, we we love Joel. Joel, welcome, bud. So hey. Um, Explain your, let's go back to your, to your startup. So, okay. you know, you're out of the military. Now, did you start this? Were you still in the national guard when you started detailing? Yeah. Yep. So to, so to have that little bit of trickle income, did that help a little bit? Oh, it helps a lot. A yeah. lot. You know, so explain your startup, you know, in the early days, how was it? What were some of the challenges you hit? What were some of the, uh, the things you think you did right? Okay. So, Starting up, uh, I started working for, like I said, a car wash, and then I moved into the detailing bay. Um, after that, I kind of outgrew, you know, what I was getting out of that business. And so I started working for a mobile detailer where I started to learn actual like detailing techniques and all that stuff, getting into the nitty gritty of it. And then eventually, uh, years later, uh, I just started like kind of doing like, a vagabond type deal. Uh, going around the state of Florida, going and helping other details out. And that was really fun because not only did I get to meet really cool people, see how they work, I also learned a lot from them. And um, hopefully they learned a lot from me as well. But that's what my biggest thing is because there's a thousand ways to skin a cat. And there's a thousand ways to detail a car. You know, there's thousands of ways to, to do a paint correction. So learning different techniques from people and then adding them to my arsenal just, you know, I feel makes me a lot better as a detailer. Mm. So, Amen. So uh, Amen. I got into uh, business with somebody I didn't know, which was probably my biggest mistake. And uh, long story short, short, it didn't work out and all my stuff ended up getting stolen. So uh machines products all that all that stuff so i had to start back from scratch i had no problem doing it i just bucked up and 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 just moved forward don't, you know don't dwell on it so much um i think the positive that came out of that was you know i'm a little bit more selective to trust people with that kind of stuff so which kind of brings me to where i'm at today um i have a partner who uh we have a 3000 square foot shop now uh, so we obviously detail, do paint correction. We also store classic cars in our shop as well. So we have a, a pretty good revenue of, of money flow. And we have a mobile unit. So there's that too. Ah, really, you know, that's a, that's a great point. All you mobile guys, I started out mobile, you know, especially in my first detailing business, that's all it was. We didn't have a shop. And uh, I ended up selling that company. And then uh, when we jumped back in, I was in window tinting. 
uh, ended up selling that company. And when I jump back into detailing, is once we got to the point where we opened the shop, we never closed our mobile unit down. Mm-hmm. Our mobile unit was our premium service unit. It went out to the the buyers that did not want to have you know depart with their vehicles, and it was a premium service. We charged yeah. a lot more for that service. You guys that are going into shops, man, my suggestion is if you can keep that mobile rig going, Jason, don't you think? Keep it going. Absolutely, because our mobile unit, we we have a lot of high end clients um, who, like you said, don't want to really drive their cars to a shop and leave it there. One of our high end clients is the owner of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So we, we don't, he doesn't want to take his car, uh, to our shop. Plus he lives about 30 minutes away. Anyway, he's a busy guy, obviously. So we go out there, we, we do what we call a, uh, mini detail. You know, it takes about 30 to 45 minutes because his cars are really clean because you're that we make a good buck off of it you know it's there you go god i love it dude so now looking back what 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 do you wish that first couple years in business what do you wish uh you could go back to that young entrepreneur and and tell him today (laughs) to keep your mouth shut (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you know being from boston and then having that you know, aggressive military background, I, I tend to open my mouth a lot. Uh, and I probably would have told myself earlier in the years to just shut up and just, you know, ignore the noise and just do you, you know, instead of trying to pay attention to everything else and start ruffling feathers and everything. I also wish I knew the people that I knew now because um, they've been a huge influence uh, in my career and it helped me grow more as a person. That brings up a good topic. This is completely off topic, not on our notes, that, you know, our industry likes to whisper. Yeah. Basically, like we like to talk shit. Yeah. We like to talk shit behind people's backs. This is an illustration to somebody got into my ear, somebody got into your ear, and told us facts about each other that wasn't facts. No. <laughs> and, uh, and, and it ends up, both of us, like, instantly, like, I knew that who was gotten to my ear was full of shit. They're jealous of you. I knew that from the beginning. I couldn't wait to meet you because once I met you, I was like, fuck, this dude's like, excuse my French, this guy's like really freaking cool. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he's cool as shit. So my point is, don't listen to the whispers in this industry because yeah. these are two guys right now that were, were kind of put against each other by some jealous fool or fools. And it's an illustration that most of it's bullshit. And there's a lot of great people out in this industry. And we can all help each other. And mm-hmm. so I want to get that out because that's, that's fact in it. Big time, big time facts. You know, so, so now two businesses, how do you avoid uh, burnout? I mean, you got a lot going on. You, uh, are you careful with that? I hope you yeah, are. I'm very I careful. I'm very careful now. So, um, I, like I was talking to Chris yesterday and, uh, he was like, so, uh, last last week I was supposed to be on here, but I couldn't because I had already booked up, you know, my day. So I was looking to see what I had going on the following week, obviously. And uh, today is a rain out day, you know. Uh, so I was really when when I don't need to be at the shop, I'm not at the shop. So That's, like right, I love that. right now, there's you know, 
know, people who would be at their rainy day, you know, trying to get organized or, or whatever, you know, and that's not a bad thing. I'm not saying that it is, but I like to spend my time at home. I mean, my wife works from home now since COVID hit. So if I can be home with her, even though she's working, you know, we're in the same, same house. So I want to be there and be at home. I can do things at home. I have a bunch of projects I like to work on at home. So, you know, I step out of the detailing the detailing mode and just go home and be in home mode. And that's exactly yeah, yeah. what I'm doing right now. So as soon as we you get know, off, yeah. start some of my projects. I love it. You know, I, I want to share something with all of you. Yesterday, these guys probably maybe saw it or not. Oh, hold, hold on. You guys, come, come behind me. Let's take a little intermission real quick. So we're, we're, we're conducting a class this week. So you got some fans that are here, dude. They're really excited to be here. So I, I just want get in here. Come on. <laughs> You're beautiful. We want to show off your face. And so this is our class for the month. And so we're working their asses off. But I want to just to get this in. Okay, sit down. Don't don't hog the freaking camera, you know. Um, <laughs> we wanted to take in. We wanted to take in. You can sit by me. Come here. You want to sit on my lap? Um, <laughs> we can, we can take. My wife twice yesterday came up to me. She was training on interiors yesterday. And um, at two different times, she came up and she just put her hands on me and kissed me. And last night, I walked in the house. And I walked up to her personally. And at first with with purpose to tell her you know what man when you came up and did that I, I was busy but do you know how much that means to me if you just coming up and kissing me and telling me you love me oh it means the world it, it guys macho all this bullshit is that you know what we we don't know how blessed we are to to be self-employed and a lot of times we treat our businesses like a kind of like dirt and mm -hmm. we don't appreciate them and man I'll, I'll tell you what i remember those days of ringing a bell and have to go to work for somebody those days sucked absolutely and so you know last night i went in with appreciation and told my wife thank you and i i love the fact that you mentioned that dude is that and you're young don't lose that man don't lose that spirit in 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 my my message to all you young guys you know gary v and all those guys i mean i've got some great mentors billionaires millionaires everything else through the years the difference is some of these guys have got it spot on they got great lives but a lot of them are freaking miserable because mm -hmm. that's all their life has been and you know what we're blue collar dudes man and you can be you know i'm fortunate you know we become blue collar millionaires off of what we what we love but it took a long time we we're talking about this earlier you know this guy right here next to me come in get in here. is he cute or what look how cute he is <laughs> you know is, is is here's i told him i said hey man it took me until i was i was 40 or, or, or 45 to become you know have that seven that 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 level of of value in my life that level of of wealth I want to cut 10 years off of you doing it, but don't give up what I did. Don't give your life up. Don't give up 10 years of your life. It's what these guys preach to us is bullshit because yeah. you and I have seen it firsthand. We don't know when you're going to be taken out, man. You yeah. you could die. You there people. We just lost Steve, man. One of our good friends at Christmas time, 30, 30, nothing years old and he's dead. He's gone. And, and so, you know, I love the fact that you, sorry to kind of go off on this, but, I love the fact that you'd appreciate the simple moments of your business and you take advantage of it, dude. Yeah. I mean, I have, to, that's how I stay sane. I mean, I, if I, I, I did that before, like a couple years ago, I was nothing but detailing and nothing but detailing. Like I see my marriage kind of disintegrating. Oh. And so I made, I made the change, you know, I, I focused more on family and quality time rather than work time. I mean, the work's always going to be there. So no, it, I have, it is. I have no, no problem pushing that aside to enjoy life. 
You know, and, and, and there's a fine point. I don't want people to get this mixed up, but I, I want your input on this. The more avail you, more available you are, like if you'll just go out at any time for a customer, Saturday, Sunday, it doesn't matter. I think you cheapen yourself. I think that if you're kind of a little bit more of a, you know, you could be you could be copper, silver, or gold. I like to still start out at the silver level and work my way into gold as soon as right. I can. And somebody was just asking on here, where do I price myself? The highest in the market. You know, I went into every new market being priced at the same level as the most expensive shop in town or a little bit above. Is don't start out with copper. Start out with silver or gold and work your way up. It's hard to get out. Once you go to copper, it's hard to get to silver and it's even harder to get to gold. Yep. And so, you know, and then also with your time, man, if you start giving your time away to people, they're going to take advantage of it. And they're going to want that level given to them the rest of your relationship. Yep. So be protective of your asset. Your number one asset is your time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, man, you fired me up. I'm going. <laughs> I'm going. So um, so let's talk about this. Some, you know, I, I'm not going to go into this one because you're not a mistake kind of guy. Is What's something that you did that was right on? I mean, if you had to tell people, man, I did this one thing and it was spot on and I'm glad I did it. What was it? Hmm. Spot. It's a tough one, ain't it? Yeah, it is. Huh. I'll tell you, I'll share mine with everybody while you're thinking about this. Mine was taking the time to get to know customers, was building up the relationship, learning who they were. Because I can tell you right now, one of my main my main mentors was the founder of Turbo co-founder of TurboTax. He changed my whole life. When I was 37, 38 years old, he changed the direction of my life. The other guy that changed my life was I took the time to meet him was the guy that got us Air Force One and a lot of other airplanes back in the day. I took the time to get to know people. Everybody's so rushed. Oh, my clients want to talk to me. Oh, my God. What a blessing. What a blessing that your customers want to get to know you because at some point you're going to meet a gold nugget in that in that pile of customers, and they're going to make a difference in your business and in your life. Mm -hmm. Go so to you. I could probably go off of that too, as well as getting to know the customers. Cause I, like you just mentioned, a lot of customers like to me and get to know me as well, especially when I mentioned my military service, they just like, they eat it up, eat it right up. Um, also, I'd probably go and say, uh, meeting a lot of people and, and learning a lot of people in the industry, you know, uh, not only from you, but like everybody who I come in contact with, and, and they like, oh, I love what you're doing with pain assassins. I love what you're doing with the industry. I love this. I love that. It, it that, that, that's my like spot on moment right there. Like I know I did something like, all right, cool. Yeah. Well, you know, and you're, 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 you're new to the industry. You know I mean? You're, yeah, you're really I mean, I'm new. yeah. I consider myself a new guy. You are, but here's the deal. You're making really, you're making positive waves. It is that you're putting back, <laughs> It's you're putting. I'm gonna get all emotional. You're putting back in to the to an industry that you're taking out of. Yeah. And and most people just want to take out of the industry and not put anything back in. Mm -hmm. And so I think that the rewards that you're receiving, uh, and the dividends and the karma and the blessings, whatever you want to call it, is massive. And dude, hold on. You're young. Uh, you're gonna be way above where I was in another five ten years. I mean, it's. And you know what? I'm not threatened by that. I'm blessed by that. Here's because the thing. Just, you know, <laughs> I mean, seriously. Up. I mean, so, you just—it's killer. So when you, since you brought that up, uh, I, I pretty much like learned that from you. 
you know, you also put back the industry from what you take from your trainings and, and, and all the information that you, you give out, you got a book and all that stuff. And it's very, you know, inspiring. So what's it going to look like 20 years from now? Who's going to step up to the plate when you're no longer around? I want to build myself. A new friend. 20 years from now, I'm still going to be around. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that you're going to be dead. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, hopefully, you know, 20 years from now, you'll be, what, 75, 74? So yeah, you still yeah. going to be doing this? Fuck yeah. I'm not giving this oh, shit up. Right. I love it. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So I'm going to do it. Any, any Doyles in the world, I, I want to be there to be that, you know, I want to step up to the uh, You're going to be a lot better than me, dude. You're going to be a lot better than me. That's my goal is you. And there's so many. I mean, Justin, I mean, the part, I mean, I can, I can name a hundred different people. They're on here right now. Yeah. You guys are way fucking better than me. I'm going to make sure of it. Well, I appreciate that. You know, simple as that. So, hey, what's up next? I know you're not a hold still kind of guy. Anything <laughs> you can I have a, I have a, a short-term goal and I have a long-term goal. So mm. uh, my, my short-term goals for 2021, let's see. So I had three Pain Assassin Awards at the end of the year. I'm, I'm bumping that up to six because I had a lot of good feedback from that. So we're going to do six awards in 2021. Um, I want to start uh, the Pain Assassin trainings, which I can start doing because I got a 3,000 square foot shop now. So we're going to do that. Um, let's see. I'm still working on a website. I'm trying to do it myself and, you know, not being so inclined to technology. It's a little difficult. But I'm stubborn as well, so I'm not giving up. Let's see what else is going to happen. I'm working on a, so to speak, paint correction guide. Talk about oh, uh, there you go. different types of paint um, from you know early on in the days to what we have now. Uh, it's not really a how-to guide, but it's more of an understanding of what you're working with as far as paint and defects and you know stuff like that. Uh, that's been in that's been in the works for almost a year now because once the shutdown happened last year, uh, my mind just went to work. You know, I, I took advantage of the free time and just started doing things that, you know, I wanted to do and start planning it out. And now it's all coming together. I'll tell you, you know, for a lot of people, it's amazing to, to, to hear how many people uh, the shutdown was brutal to. And I feel bad for people. I really do. Cause I know it hurt a lot of people. But on the flip side, a lot of people I know like you, uh, this thing was a launch point. Oh, I mean, time. just absolute. I mean, I hate that people have died from it. We'll get it. That's a whole, you know, the whole, that's a whole other topic that I don't want anyone to jump into. Um, I hate that people have been hurt from it. But on the flip side, a lot of people have taken lemons and turned it into pretty sweet tasting lemonade. Mm -hmm. You know? And so you're one of them. So it, so now, so we talked about, you know, I'm the generation in front of you, you know, um, I, I watched Barry McGuire and those guys in front of me, you know, Ed, all these, I mean, I can, Bud Abraham, I mean, all kinds of people, you know, uh, you know, two of my buddies, you know, Bob Phillips and Dave Phillips, mm -hmm. uh, with PNS. I mean, those are, those are my idols. Um, and they still are, and they always will be. And, uh, you know, a lot of people just don't realize you know, the shoulders that I climbed on top of to reach where I'm at, those dudes were the foundation layers of this entire industry, you know, mm -hmm. and, and each generation just takes it to another level. Right. So now there's going to be young people that are right behind you. we got a couple of them here, you know, uh, what's your message to them? Um, one thing is to not listen to the noise. 
Like you cannot listen to the little noise like we talked about earlier, all the whispers and all that stuff. Uh, you just got to ignore it. Like don't don't lash out. Don't lash back because it looks bad on you as a person and a business owner. So uh, also take everything you you hear and, and try to apply it to everything you do. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. It's, it's you know, that's what's going to, this going to happen in, in, in the detailing industry because there's so many ways to do things. Just try it out. If it works, continue to do it. And if it doesn't just, you know, move on and find something else that works for you. Uh, don't mm. let people try to tell you, you know, this is the only way because there is other ways to do things. Uh, and you can come out with the same result. So don't let yeah, people influence you like that. No, nah, we, we tell these guys day one is that, hey, we, we make suggestions, you make decisions. Exactly. You take what we teach you this week and you blend it into your system and process. Exactly. Is that, you know, our, our system and process is defined, but it's going to be even more defined when you build it into your system and process. Exactly. Because it makes sense. I told these guys, and I'll end with this. George, if you're watching, I'm going to give you credit right now. George was my right-hand dude. We, he was one of my best friends in the world. And uh, he managed our Sun Valley, Idaho office. And he had this really cool way of washing pads. And I blew it off for freaking a decade, dude. I wouldn't wash pads his way. <laughs> and our daughter, somehow <laughs> one of our daughters got involved. And she, she started washing pads. And George, after 10 years, 12 years of saying poo-poo to your system, I am happy to announce for the last two years we've been using your system just a decade later uh, than what we should have been. And so, you know, old dogs do learn new tricks. Keep your eyes wide open because what you know is probably what you don't know. There's more mm -hmm. that you don't know than you know. And, uh, hey, dude, um, so how? Uh, for, first off, Diane and I are starting a new nonprofit, and I want to get involved with, you know, I think Pain Assassins, the Mafia, groups like this, the IDA. I think groups like this, you and I, because of your background, uh, I think we can help some people. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're all about that. So as, as we get into building this, I want to work with you closer. Uh, maybe the next time we uh, we can get together at an event, I'll sit down and share what we're doing. Yep. And uh, you know, I want to do something. I want to do something bigger and better for the industry. Uh, how do people find you if they don't? At first off, get out of the rock that you live under if you haven't. <laughs> you know, found uh, but how do people uh, hook up with you? So you can find me on Facebook at Jason Bruno or through Pain Assassins. Uh, Instagram is also Jason Bruno or Pain Assassins. And then uh, I just started a TikTok for Pain Assassins as well. So you can find me on there also. So uh, those are the main ways to get a hold of me. That's awesome. We got so many great, so many great input, you know, from people that uh, are digging this and wish we could go in and answer all the questions. We try to keep this at about 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. uh, to honor everybody. And so, you know, hey, guys, we uh, tonight for the Mafia guys that are on, we're having a, uh, a nine-part series in uh, extreme marketing. So make sure to tune in, uh, all the Mafia team tonight. Jason, I want to thank you for everything you do to the industry. Thank you for serving our great country. God bless America. Uh, stay safe, dude. And like I said, uh, as we work into this and build up some things, I want to work with you. Uh, there's a lot of things we can champion up on and uh, help a lot of people so god bless you dude bless your soul and uh you're an amazing individual and i'm proud to have, call you a friend question for you i have a question for you real quick okay so did you get your master's yet i did awesome congratulations bro so you're a chap yeah. now um i did not uh the chat I, I figured out i had a, a easier chance of making it into delta 
mm -hmm. uh, that I did the Chaplain Corps. The Chaplain Corps is really hard to make it into, which is really cool. And I cuss a lot, so they weren't <laughs> sure about that. Um, <laughs> but here's the deal. I still in the background of working on it. As I get older, I'm not giving up my career yet. Um, and I'm at a transition. I'm getting frustrated more and more, easier and easier with mm -hmm. nonsense. And, um, you know, I love being a warrant. You know, I love being – I love – teaching, you know, search and rescue and all the stuff I teach. So that's still on my, you know, long-term goal is to do that. I'm, uh, COVID kind of slowed it down because I'm not able, they, they challenged me to go do some things with my local church more mm -hmm. uh, to get a little more experience. So once that kind of opens up, then I'll jump back in and well, I'll hopefully, I, I think probably within two to five years, that will probably be my reality. Awesome. Well, congratulations on getting your masters, brother. Thank you. It was, uh, you know, it was a it was a uh, overnight success. You know, thirty years in the doing. Yeah. Um, you know, but it's 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 and again, a lot of kids. Let's put a plug out there. You know, is I hear a lot of people complaining about education. Hey, you know, go go join the guard, man. Um, the education. It's, the education's amazing, and it's a great way to serve. It's a great way to get a lot of discipline. And uh, I I just I mean, the the education helped me. My 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 master's was cheap i mean i hate to say it, it was really it cost me under two thousand dollars to go get a master's degree you know mm -hmm. so where are you going to get that kind of uh you know it was the best online education money can buy but it was still an education <laughs> exactly uh, and it, you know it took me about four four and a half years you know to do it but that's cool right we're not, not in a rush no nope, yeah. and i did it out of passion so thanks for asking man so hey you know stay in touch dude you're a good man okay. And you guys get eyes on this guy. Uh, he's the real deal. And uh, I'm really proud to call him a friend. And I love what you're doing for the industry. And, and I love your, 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 your openness to making sure that people, you know, guys, you can go out and hustle. And I hear this grind, sleep, you know, detail, repeat, bullshit. Um, listen, Jason, you lost a few friends, right? It happens. Through the years. Um. You don't have to be old to die. No. And I know a lot of young people that their souls are already dead because they burned themselves out. And I was one of them. I lost a decade of my life to burnout. Don't let it happen to you. Smell the roses. Slow down. It's going to be a slow roll to success. You're going to become a millionaire if you want to. But there's burnout. And don't make it happen or take your time. Have a good ride. Enjoy the ride. And become a blue-collar millionaire over uh -huh. time. It will happen. Hey, dude, thanks a lot, man. You take care of yourself. We'll catch up in the next event, all right? Yes, sir. Thank you for having me on. Right, thanks for being on. You take care. We'll you see too. you later.